So welcome to the uh, I Want to Be a Christian Butt podcast. This is episode two. Uh, we set up uh, our podcast last episode, just telling you what we're going to be doing. I'm really excited to be back here with Anakin today. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be good. Uh, so I'm just going to jump right in because I think this is an important topic mm-hmm. uh, having to do with, with kind of history. Uh, and I, I remember being a high school student. I remember talking to friends who their biggest issue of, of can I be a Christian or not be a Christian is not fully believing the history checks out. Yeah. Uh, is the, the Bible truthful? Is Jesus who he says he is? Was Jesus even historically real? Uh, I think all of those are, are valid questions. And uh, I, I really want to kind of, I guess, hone in on Jesus uh, because I think from uh, to Jesus, uh, we have pretty accurate historical records yep. that tell us about the the Egyptians, and we know the Egyptians, and we know uh, based on kind of the the similarities we see between the Egyptian accounts and the the Israelite or Jewish accounts, uh, they line up pretty well. Yeah, uh, into the the Persian Empire, into uh, King Xerxes and Nebuchadnezzar, it, it li- lines up very well, uh, and uh, then with the Israel, Israelites returning to Jerusalem again. It lines up very well. We found artifacts. Uh, recently, they found, uh, I believe it is uh, a coin or something else with the inscription of uh, what they're saying, something to do with David. Really? Uh, yeah. Where was that found? Uh, I believe it was found in the Middle East. Um, oh, wow. And it's, uh, I should have actually That's old. <laughs> brought up the uh, the article I read it from, but it's, mm. it, it's fascinating to, to find uh, those things there are people that believe that they found uh, Noah's Ark trapped in ice. Uh, who yeah, knows if that's yeah. actually true. Uh, but if it is, that's awesome. We found different uh, historical artifacts that uh, go all the way back and, and kind of help prove the Bible was an accurate account historically. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I feel like there's like just all the examples you were giving there. Like there's just such an overwhelming amount of proof and evidence. That has been found already, um, and they're continuing to like find evidence and proof that lines up with the historical account. So, uh, I don't know. It just makes you sort of more secure in your faith when you think about that. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and so that's kind of why I want to I want to focus in around Jesus today. Yeah. Because uh, uh, Jesus, obviously, cornerstone of our faith. If you want to be a Christian, you you have to believe Jesus was a true historical person. That's right. Uh, and the documents we have of Jesus being a true historical person are in the Bible. Uh, obviously, when we're trying to to figure out what is true and what is false, you can't use something to prove it exists. Uh, but I believe you can use the Bible uh, to prove culturally that it wasn't biased, uh, that it wasn't trying to make up a fairy tale, that it wasn't trying to, uh, to say something that wasn't true and wasn't actually happening. Does that make sense, Anakin? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and I think it, that's a fair way to analyze it. And yeah. it's uh, it's interesting to me uh, to look at the Bible and to look at the accounts of Jesus and, and to realize how many things uh, actually worked against uh, Jesus and against Christianity being uh, uh, a true religion, uh, against the Bible being an accurate depiction of what historically happened. Yeah. Um, because... Uh, I just I'll just give an example. Uh, when you think of the resurrection of Jesus, mm-hmm. uh, and you think of the women were the first people to go to the tomb. They went. That's right. Uh, 
we'll call it the first Easter Sunday. Yep. Uh, two, three days later, uh, to the tomb of Jesus to to rewrap his body because apparently the men didn't do it right. Of course. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> they, they still they, stays they, true today. Yeah. <laughs> Just ask your parents. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they uh, so they show up and they're ready to. They brought spices. They brought oil and they're ready to wrap Jesus' body mm-hmm. up again. Uh, and uh, they're stopped at the entrance to the tomb. The, the, the stone has been rolled right away, so they're already uh, kind of astounded. And then an angel appears to them and says, uh, clearly the man you're looking for is here. Yeah. Uh, and the fascinating part about that is not that the angel appears, because angel appearing is awesome, but the fact that that made it to our written text is shocking to me. Because yeah. in, in ancient uh, kind of Eastern culture, in Jerusalem, in Jewish culture, in Roman culture, uh, a woman's testimony in court was equal to half of the testimony of a man. Huh. So if you were in a court of law saying, um, well, it'll use you and me. If I was suing you, Anakin, yeah. for stealing my donkey, okay, my testimony against your testimony was one verse one. Yeah, that's right. If my my wife, whoever my wife is, yeah, wanted to testify that you had stolen my donkey, it's only half. It would have been half versus one. Oh. So the fact that there it were... It made wh- it to the Bible, let that, alone like made it to everyone else as well. So the, the fact that it is recorded that women were the first people to, to hear about the good news of Jesus' resurrection, and That's that right. was recorded, yeah. adds, to me at least, to the proof that uh, they actually said something true. Of course, because even though a woman's testimony would be half, if it ends up being true, then it's still true. Yeah. Right. And so, if you wanted to make up a, a a fake story, yeah, you wouldn't have had a woman giving that news. No, absolutely. Because automatically there there is a kind of a bias against what they're saying. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, there was. Yeah. So it's huh. it's fascinating to me, for sure, that the the first people to to tell people about Jesus resurrection were women. Yeah. Um and I'm just I'm just reading uh Matthew 28 here sort of the chapter when it talks about Jesus being resurrected. Um and yeah it says the angel said to the women do not be afraid for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here. He has risen just as he said. Um and then come and lay and see the place where he lay. Uh then go quickly and tell his disciples. Uh, I think that's sort of more of a testament to what you're saying too, because uh, it's not like the uh, angel was like, okay, now you guys uh, go tell the court or go tell the other one, right? Go tell the disciples. Mm-hmm. Um, because I guess back then their testimony would have been like a, a full, right? Yeah, that's interesting. It, so it, it's, uh, it's, it's quite incredible. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, historically, uh, then, uh, it, so if you, if the the resurrection has been quote unquote proved by the the uh, accessibility of the women's testimony in the written account of the Bible, uh, then you 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 might want to go back a couple days. Yeah. And so if the women say Jesus was raised, and and that becomes a I won't say irrefutable because there's plenty of refutes. Uh, if that becomes the the thing that you want to to disrupt, you actually don't start at the resurrection. You start at the crucifixion. That's right. Uh, and so to try to disprove the, the crucifixion, there have been so many different theories uh, over the years. It, it is incredible all the things people have said to try to disprove the crucifixion. Really? 
Yeah, that's interesting because I've always, I've always like the the mainstream popular, uh, like uh, thing to talk about is oh the resurrection didn't happen. There's no way it happened. Um, and like the proof I've always had for that is well, there's no way that f- over 500 people had the same dream or same delusion, right? You can't have this. You can't put the same vision or whatever or hallucination into that many people at the same time, and then have that information now spread. You can't fake that. Mm-hmm. Right, but I've never, I've never actually heard of people talking about like how the crucifixion was fake. Yeah, it's it's okay. fascinating that you bring that up uh, because I remember uh, looking into that. It, if the five hundred people or so uh, that saw Jesus after the resurrection, yep. reportedly, all uh, if you believe that they all saw the same delusion, it was the same fever dream, it was the same hallucination. Yeah, it would be the largest mass hallucination in the history of mankind. That's right. And it, it and so to to me that just is is crazy to me, yeah. That 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 is something people can believe. Uh, but to to go back, I guess to to the crucifixion. Because if you want to deny the crucifixion, you just uh, if you deny uh, a true death, yeah, then you don't have to worry about the resurrection. That's right. Okay. So the the one of the craziest uh, kind of uh, kind of attacks on the crucifixion is that. Uh, clearly the Romans weren't very good at crucifying people. Uh, okay. The, the Romans must not have actually let Jesus die. They just took him down. He, he had, he had uh, merely fainted. He had passed out from the pain and then uh, they, they treated him like he was dead. And then he clearly just woke up from his rest three days later and, and walked out of the tomb. There's a couple issues with this. Oh, for sure. I, th- I, I can already think of one. Uh, number one, the Romans were incredibly efficient yeah. at crucifixion. Mm-hmm. It, it is incredible to me how efficient they were. They were known for how quickly they could kill somebody with crucifixion and brutally. Oh, yeah. So, it uh, was one of the worst ways to die. Right, right off the bat, mm-hmm. it's sounding like, like Bob Kiss to me. It's, it's, it's bogus. It's, it's kind of garbage. Uh, secondly... After Jesus, quote unquote, died, yeah, they pierced his side. Oh, really? They pierced his side. Okay. Do you, do you know what came out of his side when they pierced him? No. Blood and water came out. Okay. It has now been proven that when uh, when you die, yeah, your blood and water uh, somehow mix. I, I should have looked into a, a bit more of this. Uh, That's okay. If people want, they can send us a message. I can look into it further yep. and send them some information. It would be awesome. But when they pierced the side, blood and water com- coming out together okay. means he was actually dead. Yeah. So It's, uh, it's proving he's dead. It's pr- it is exact proof that he had died. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, that's, that's sort of the two, like, major proofs, I guess. Like, And the, the third one. Okay is uh, just the, the mode of death crucifixion was. You wouldn't actually faint. You wouldn't actually be able to pass out because you were consistently and constantly yep. fighting against your own body weight for breath. That's right. You were being crucified. Yeah. Uh, so you were... You had to you pull were, yourself up with your wrist to actually breathe. If you were pulling yourself yeah. up with your wrist to breathe, you were breathing. Yeah. As soon as you slumped down, you were suffocating again. So it, it, you were not dying from blood loss. You were dying by consistently working against yourself yeah that's right to to actually suffocate to breathe yeah so by the time your arms gave out you just suffocated to death yeah 
And it, uh, so it is, uh, it's one of those things that as you're battling, it's why it was so efficient as a form of, of death and a form of torture was it, you were consistently having to struggle against your own self mm-hmm. to battle for your life. Yeah. And, and even then, uh, it would have been quick, right? Because suffocation isn't like a long lasting thing. I mean, obviously if you have the willpower, uh, you would fight for it, right? You'd fight to stay alive as long as possible, but I really don't think it would be like days on days mm-hmm. that you're there. That wouldn't make sense. Yeah. No. So it's, uh, those are, are three of the big reasons why, uh, I, I believe uh, at least the, the resurrection is true, but even if you want to try to uh, disprove the crucifixion, mm-hmm. uh, it is also very likely true. Oh yeah. Uh, there are, and there are uh, authors that attest to, to this Jesus person. Uh, if you're looking for evidence of Jesus, uh, look up Jesus in Josephus. Uh, Josephus was a, a Jewish man, okay. a Jewish historian who wrote uh, about kind of the what was known then as the way about this this cult of Jesus followers who were following this this rabbi from Galilee. Yep. Uh, and so then again, we have historical proof from a, a Jewish and non non Christian belief uh, non Christian person attesting to the fact that Jesus was a historical person. Mm-hmm. And Josephus is is used by many historians uh, to prove many things in ancient Eastern. Uh, of times yeah uh, right right around the time of uh, of jesus and yeah. so it's just another kind of way to add credibility to what jesus uh, did and said and who who he was yeah and i think another thing too that's kind of interesting to me is um like the fact that we have a written account mm. about this mm-hmm. right not only in the bible like we have written account that jesus did walk on the earth and i think it's the Quran, I think he was a prophet there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, it, like, there's many other religious books that all include Jesus in it, right? So it's not just like it's just the Bible; it's it's all these other religious books that are followed by millions of other people, right? And so, uh, I think just the overwhelming proof that he did exist mm-hmm. is is really important to note there. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, so it's yeah, it's one of those things that the, the burden of proof. Uh, is not actually, shouldn't actually be on if Jesus was real. Yeah. It should be on those who try to disprove Jesus to try to, to work against all of the evidence against them. Of course. Because when, when we have And ev- they can't. When yeah. we have evidence, uh, to, to kind of use court terms, you're always working on uh, on the evidence that you have. Yep. So if the evidence is, is overwhelmingly pointing towards something, that thing actually doesn't have to, to prove its its truth or its falsity. The thing that you're trying to, to to prove that it's not is actually the one that needs evidence to true to, to prove who is true or okay. false. Okay. Uh, so when there's an overwhelming, um, uh, think about it like a, a court of, a, a court of law. Uh, the the overwhelming evidence right off the bat is that something is something or someone is guilty. Okay. Uh, obviously, in in good and just courts, you're not guilty until you're proven innocent. But if, yeah. if the story comes out and you look Guilty. guilty the the proof the proof must come out that you are not guilty there must be a shadow of a doubt that yeah. your guilt uh is is true and factual okay uh and so when we look at kind of the historical jesus 
and we see different faiths. We see uh, different authors in the, the ancient Near East. Uh, and we see that the Bible used things uh, that should work against its truth. Yeah. Incorporated uh, that actually add to its truth and validity. The burden of proof then becomes Jesus was a real person. Mm-hmm. And if you want to disagree with that, you have to find the proof. Yeah, that's that's on you. Yeah, it's that's on right. you. Uh, yeah. So when I think about this and I think about uh, kind of the historical Jesus and uh, the historical accuracy of the Bible taken into question. And if you're listening to this today, one of the things you have the biggest problem with is if Jesus was a historical person. Yeah. I would say you have to look at the proof and follow where it goes. Uh, mm. you, you you need to be able to, and from, from outside the Bible, you don't need to use the Bible once to believe that Jesus is who he says he is. Yeah. Uh, at least historically. Yeah. And then, and then another thing too is um, you have these eyewitness accounts of the gospel that talk about Jesus too, right? I mean, the, the, those were real people who actually were on this earth and lived life alongside Jesus, mm-hmm. right? They wrote about the crucifixion. They wrote about the resurrection. Mm-hmm. They they lived with him, right? Um, and so I think we can't take that or out of like uh, uh, what's the word? We can't we can't discredit that, mm-hmm. right? Like that is that that's probably the closest we're ever gonna get to actually knowing what Jesus was like, mm-hmm. right? Because they lived with him. They were walking alongside him right step by step um and i think that's to me is one of the most important proofs uh to proving jesus's existence as a historical uh account um like yeah if you're ever if you're ever just wondering or you're struggling with you know is this true read the gospels Mm -hmm. read read matthew all right and then read mark and then read luke then read john like read them all in order um it's just because you can see how they all had different opinions and perspectives, but they all share the same ideals. If that makes sense. Yeah. And if I'm, uh, I would actually disagree with you a little bit there, Anakin. Oh, that uh, when you're looking at the historical Jesus, I would actually start with John and then work your way through. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah. The, the rest of the books. Chronologically. Uh, no, it's not chronologically. No? It's because the purpose of John is this. It's at the, the end of, of John's gospel. Uh, he says, that uh, uh, in verses 30 to 31, he says, Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. That's pretty obvious to me. Yeah. Uh, but these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, okay, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. So John's gospel is entirely written so that you would believe that Jesus is the Son of God, the Messiah. Yep. Uh, and so it, it is uh, the book uh, that's... Ex- purpose is is to, to help point you to believe. Jesus being okay who yeah he says he is no yeah that makes a lot more sense sure mm-hmm. if you're having trouble with with the historical Jesus and you want to start at the Bible I want you to start in the Gospel of John mm. and, and, and read it for all it's worth if you get stuck somewhere look it up send us a message we'd be happy to I would be so happy to talk uh, through John with you guys yeah because it is all about Jesus being who he says he is it was written so that you would believe uh, which is mm. Quite, quite incredible to me. Yeah. Uh, so that, I guess, wraps up kind of uh, this episode of the I Want to Be a Christian Butt podcast. If you have something that you uh, heard today that you want to talk about, uh, send us a message. Uh, we'd be happy to, to chat about it. We've ha- 
be happy to converse with you about it at uh, a later time. Of course. Uh, yeah, and even questions too. Yeah, send us uh, any questions. questions, anything you want clarification on. Definitely send us a message. Um, yeah, yeah, it would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so with that being said, uh, I want to give us a quick prayer and mm-hmm. then uh, go enjoy your day, everybody. All right, uh, Father God, thank you for the truth of who you are, Lord. That we can know that Jesus is historically true, that there is a historical Jesus. That Lord. Uh, the Bible attests to him, but there are other people that attest to him. Thank you for, for Josephus. Thank you for the historical artifacts that we found that, that prove the truth and validity of the Bible. God, thank you for, for being bigger than history and for pointing towards yourself through all of it. God, for my friends that are wrestling with this, I ask that you would uh, bring them wisdom. You would bring them good questions, Lord, that uh, you would allow them to wrestle with this. And that through wrestling, they would become uh, more mature and more complete in you. I ask this in your name. Amen. Amen. Yeah. All right. That is the end of this episode. Thank you guys for listening. Um, And stay tuned. I believe we're releasing these every two weeks. Every two weeks. So see you in half a month. We'll see you in a couple weeks with our next podcast. God bless, guys.